0: hello hello how's it going good how are you
1: good good
0: so let's get into it so nice to get back into it did you miss doing a, the podcast
1: i know we we, we we haven't done this in over a month our last so episode was like feb 1st
0: yes have you had an outlet to express yourself
1: um i've been pretty busy with that just so haven't had done hadn't even, even had time to do anything yeah Super, like not work wise how about you it's
0: same um you know studying for the bar exam um that took my whole existence it was all consuming um and yeah work's been busy too so yeah it happens sometimes you just have to focus on work and let your creative projects you know rest for a little bit it's just part of life right you have to prioritize there's nothing you can do about it
1: I know, but here's done with the parks and now it's a big, Woo. big exam you're done with.
0: It feels amazing, girl. So results What, do you, what do you know
1: about the results of it? Uh, it's
0: random. It's whenever the state that took it in decides <laughs> to drop it. But most states around the country will probably will most probably be releasing results. April to May, April to May, just depends.
1: I like taking any exams during this pandemic has been made it more difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so your last semester of undergrad, um, were your exams remote?
1: Uh, yeah, most of my exams were remote. Some they just made it like um, takeout uh, tests so, or like um, take-home tests, so we were allowed to use our resources. Okay. Um, some of my professors just canceled the tests that they were initially planning to have and then made them projects or made them different things.
0: So my exam was remote. Um, and the remote experience isn't terrible. It really isn't terrible. I don't mind. Because I am someone who I get super, not anymore <laughs> as much, but um, the room in which I am, I can get, like, social anxiety from, like, the exam room where I am, right? If I feel everyone's stress, you know, because there's a certain stress in the air when everyone's this taking is true. I definitely felt
1: that. Like, I remember when, to get into college to take the C T R S A T and Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, I took it, like, I took it, like, a lot of times. Like, I took the, the ASD. I took it, like, five or six times. And, like, um, like practice ones and official ones. And, um Like, every time I was, like, you could feel everybody's, like, nervousness for the test. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I didn't like that. I really couldn't take that aspect of, like, feeling everyone's nervousness. I also, because I told you recently, I had um, discovered that I have acid reflux. Prior to that, I didn't know what was wrong with my body. So I used to get super self-conscious when I'm in the exam room. And then my belly starts to rumble super super loud because of like the acid right in the morning and i wasn't eating right because i didn't understand what was happening with my body because stress um makes acid reflex worse so that also used to annoy me was like the self-consciousness aspect of like oh my gosh and obviously i know 90 percent of the people were focused on the exam and weren't you know cognizant of like the noise of someone but still you're still self-conscious so I was happy when, you know, it was announced that it would be a remote exam. Obviously, I understand the circumstances surrounding it with COVID isn't ideal, but I was like, I prefer to be in a space where I feel like I can control, you know, to a certain degree, and I can feel comfortable with myself. However, there was one or two incidents where there was noise, because I live in a top apartment near the street, and I took the risk of taking it in my apartment instead of, like, renting an office. Um, and the landlady, um, for some reason, and I should have notified her, this was my mistake, decided to, it was an ice, it was, like, the next day after, like, an icy or a snowy day, whatever. So the ice was kind of melting on the sidewalk, and then she decided to start, like, shoveling <laughs> right when I'm taking the exam. You know how it's super hard? Oh. It's super noisy when someone is trying to, like, um, yeah, I know Break down the ice, and I'm like,
1: yeah, it's- yeah. was, like if it's hard. Yeah, we were there to break. Yeah, yeah, I was-
0: I, yeah. And I couldn't get up because you're not allowed. Things to- that only
1: people in the Midwest said that gets no longer
0: <laughs> Exactly, and I couldn't like get up and like tell her to like, hey, stop doing that because you're not supposed to move at all. You're supposed to keep your eyes on the screen, no move. Otherwise, that will, um, yeah. Otherwise, you kind of forfeit the exam. So I was on the internet, but. You know that my adrenaline was pumping so hard. When your adrenaline is pumping so hard, and you know that this is a big exam, you figure out you figure out how to focus no matter the distraction. So that was the only like, uh, but otherwise it was an okay experience. I like remote exams. What are your take on remote exams before we begin? Um, I think a couple. Like, I'm looking the fact
1: that I didn't have to. Do I didn't have much more of like school left when the pandemic hit. I just had
0: mm-hmm.
1: literally because the, the pandemic started in last year of March, and so I had like pretty much had to get through April and then a couple weeks in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I only like had a couple of tests left to take that I had the pandemic said so the overall they weren't too bad because they were take home tests, so it was basically just like filling out a worksheet <laughs> essentially yeah because because I mean luckily like my major was also computer science so like a lot of the stuff was um it was viable for computers obviously because that's what computer science is is designing computers okay. and programming and so it wasn't too bad in the sense that like everything I do was on that computer anyway so I it was it, like I felt bad for more the people that were like more in like the science majors like my sister is a biology mate like a Biomedical major, and she has to do like all her labs online. I was like, that seems so like, because like, the whole point of like science is like the fun of it is going to the lab and like exactly doing the experiment and like, yeah. to do that online. I think would be so so annoying, but I'm glad yeah. like, I didn't have to do that,
0: <laughs> yeah. I like medical students, because I uh, doing the bar exam, uh, subscribed to a couple of channels, um they do this study with me sessions. Have you heard of them? So it's kind of like on. So there's like a study section of YouTube where people stream themselves studying as a way to like motivate other people to like study in chunks of time.
1: So I have not seen that, but okay, I got you.
0: It is awesome. I'll send you some links. Because um, I was, I had really good endurance. It, it helped me really like, I prior to doing, following the study with me channels. I could never imagine, girl, that I could study for 15 hours. I was studying for 15 hours consistently. So one hour blocks and 10 minute breaks. And it was amazing. Um, And mainly because I was motivated by studying along. So one of the channels I was following consistently um, and studying along with him was a medical student. Most of them were actually medical students. So medical students put in a lot of time. And he he is a second year medical student. And he mentioned how he felt bad for the first year medical students because a lot of there's a certain level of practical stuff you have to do your first year and a little bit in your second year as well, I guess, in general. Maybe you know more than I do. Um, and he was like, yeah, that must be really tough. You know, when you're in a practical field um, and your first exposure, you're supposed to be having a certain level of like practical exposure. And you haven't been able to do that because of the pandemic. That's really hard.
1: Yeah, I know for people not like, cause I know um I have a friend that's um, <laughs> in Meadows that um he just went to medical school and he was like, yeah, I had wishes I wish this had honestly happened the first couple of the medical school because the first couple first couple years of medical school is mainly um not it's not too much practical but it's more book knowledge mm-hmm. and then in your third and fourth year you get into more of the practical handling stuff or at least from what I've research because I wanted to be a doctor at one point in my life so mm-hmm. I've done a little bit of research on medical um like this was like many 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 moons ago when I thought I liked science <laughs> I still like science but like I don't like the way it's kind of the way education and science um is because that's a lot it's a lot memorization based and I feel like science can be more um Practical based but i go on home and about that well you're in but, an
0: uh, emerging field of science that's what you're doing now because computer science is an yeah, emerging computer field. Science, it's yeah. a new form of science an emerging field just of more of tra- the traditional science
1: yeah field. but yeah because in the third and fourth year of medical school you mainly that's when you get into like residencies and like hands-on stuff so i feel bad for those people because like all residencies are being canceled now because they don't want when people in the hospital because of COVID obviously wouldn't it be the opposite when wouldn't
0: they want more people to be able to help them at this point because I remember there was headlines yeah, in certain like, states where
1: people that are for the medicals can't really I don't know <clears throat> per se help too much because they don't have a lot of a standing yet yeah because I... they're maybe learning from the other doctors still I think that I, are there
0: I think I remember an article that said that in the height of when COVID started a year ago um there was a couple of states that um, changed the rules to be able to allow, essentially, medical students that were, like, about to graduate, like, in their last year um, to be able to start practicing, essentially, you know? Um, And I think in some other countries, like, that, really had it bad in the beginning, like Italy. They essentially, um, for that year, allowed medical students in their last year to just essentially practice medicine and become doctor. so interesting time if you're a medical student you know especially if you're about to enter the field yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. speaking of medical students hopefully so what are your thoughts um i'm i'm taking our order of our tubs a little bit but yes. what do you think of this code vaccine that are coming up
0: this repeat this vaccines yeah the vaccines um so i'm i'm a vaxxer like why not let's take it um we have three options now, officially. We have Pfizer, Moderna, and we have Johnson & Johnson. Um, yep, and yep. Uh, Johnson Johnson is one shot. I haven't read much into it. The area that I'm in, we have both... We actually have all three, actually, um, now. Um, but what's most prevalent is Moderna. Pfizer looks like it's becoming more widely uh, available. Um, from what I've heard from other people, not from research, Pfizer is more predominant in like the bigger cities right like dallas cal like no los angeles Moderna seems to be more in like the smaller areas how do i feel about it i'm for it i've read all the conspiracy theories um i'm also religious i understand the religious undertones that people fear regarding the vaccine when i mean religious, i mean christian uh, christian religious um and but i've meditate on it i thought about it um and i'm going to take it um and i'm just going to be cautious and hopefully i don't have any side effects um i just think we we gotta do what we gotta do for the public health it's not only about ourselves but it's also for um the general public we have to move forward um but we definitely should not repeat this in the future we shouldn't have to come to a point where we take a vaccine um, we should be able to prevent a pandemic in the future. And that's why we need people with, um, we need we need to push and put pressure on our policymakers more. So that's my thought in a nutshell. What about you? How do you feel in general about the vaccine? And I guess we can get more details. Um,
1: that. Yeah, because I'm someone that's like, um, I'm very much, my, I have a lot of people in my family that are very much into, I'm going to go to the doctor. My sister also wants to be, a PA, and so she's also in medical field, and, like, yeah, I wish there was um more trust in the vaccines. I understand why I try to understand the way this the stones are it I don't happen to be Christian, but, I mean, I get that people don't... People getting... People getting... Being maybe a little bit scared of it because they are some kind of folks, too, and I'm not going to deny that. Um, mm-hmm. I also hope that people understand it's not just about them, too, and that it's about other people in this country, and hopefully, if... And I'm not saying everyone needs to be forced to get vaccinated because it's obviously your choice. But I think if we can at least get a majority of the at-risk people that have underlying conditions like diabetes or asthma or are over a certain age can get it, then hopefully we can. Hopefully, even if the people that are like in their 20s and are relatively healthy don't all want to get it, then even if that even if they all don't get it, then we can return to some quote unquote normalcy. Yeah. Again, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh... But yes, we should not have, we should not have gone into the situation in the first place where so many scientists have had to spend so many hours researching this virus and coming up with the vaccine within like a year when this could have been prevented uh, mm-hmm. with good policies and good policy makers. Exactly. Well, and good leaders
0: because we had Trump at that time. And remember, and I think that I will agree with everyone, is in terms of people who are like, this is the only argument that I totally still perplexed me. Is like, if you can come up with a vaccine for COVID in a year, why aren't we making more progress with other infectious diseases? Right. There. That's the only. That's the only thing where I'm like, okay, this confirms that, you know, there's definitely some money in the pharmaceuticals or whatever.
1: I think there's an underlying. There's an underlying thing that with healthcare that the longer they can quote unquote not keep you sick, but yeah, they want to keep you medications, right? Yeah. Because that's because that's where they get most of their money is you paying for medications. Yeah. And the longer they can keep you on certain medications, the more money they get. Yeah. That's the that's the, And that's mm-hmm. what Dark too that we need to be discussing more. Yep, and that no one likes to discuss about health about the healthcare field. <laughs> exactly,
0: and that's probably the biggest thing that I totally agree when it comes to the people who are skeptical about the vaccine is like, if you were able to create a fairly safe vaccine in a year, why are we making more progress without infectious diseases? That's um, that's that's my argument too. But otherwise, I mean. You know, I've seen some stuff online of people's side effects. Um, what can you do? Um side effects are side effects, right? So you just you know, take the just take the vaccine. What are what's the predom- pre- predominant vaccine um in
1: your area? Uh I honestly don't know. I think it might be, might be Moderna Moderna as well. Okay. Um it could, yeah. It's either Moderna or Pfizer. I feel like it's Moderna though. Yeah, could actually mm-hmm. mean my um parents had gotten a. There was like a there's a place in Minnesota called um, it's like a Native American land. They have a and they have a casino, um, built there. And like it's like a park next to it. So they were giving out vaccines there. Oh, really? And so my parents had filled out filled out like our health information and all oh, for all three for me, my parents, and we got approved, quote unquote so we wanted to book a vaccine then they were only giving it to people that are over 65 or healthcare workers. And we didn't fall any of those categories. And so we just went home and I, was like, and I was like, I'm surprised that they approved us when we couldn't have, when we couldn't get it anyway, which that could, I could have fixed. I mean, that, that was probably an error on their um, website with mm-hmm. that mistake, which I think I could have fixed easily, but um, hopefully we can all get, the vaccine soon they're apparently going to start bringing up BMI now so if you're above a 25 BMI you're able to get it yeah. considered a pre-existing or underlying condition which I think one of the whole BMI thing too because getting BMI is a very bad indicator of health yeah
0: there was a, a YouTuber influencer who I follow and she was like um, she managed she's in Texas and she was she managed to get the vaccine um because she met the bmi requirements right if you're over a certain bmi right when you're considered above whatever they consider normal and she was like well thanks to you know the prejudiced bmi system because you know it doesn't take into account it's mainly designed for like white people basically um so BMI is the... a very
1: bad metric. Exactly, fact, I think not just by people for people of color yeah. as well. I think find a, finding a way that is help. Like you should like people like try to find like a goal weight. Like if we're trying to lose weight, trying to find a goal weight, and like people use the indicator of BMI. Like my from my height, like I should be between a hundred and. 10 and like 135 pounds. I'm like, I've never been 100 I've never been under like 150 in my entire adult exactly. life. And like that will that will just never Same. happen. Because like I'm not gonna kill myself to be be considered a healthy BMI. Like like I'm not gonna spend my entire like I don't wanna be like I'm not gonna spend my entire life eating junk food either, but also I'm not gonna spend my entire life like Dip, have myself with foods I like just because I wanted just shouldn't be in my metric. It's just stupid. Yeah, like find a yeah. way that's healthy for you and I that's help, like a good balance. I that's healthy for you and that works for you. Yeah, and then you can and that you can be consistent with. Otherwise, it will yeah, not work. Yeah. Totally
0: agree. Totally agree. It's it's definitely the right metrics for you know the majority of the population is just people of color and um, I mean globally um and. Yeah, so she was like, yeah, thank goodness for the prejudice BMI system, because that's how she was able to get in and get her vaccine. Because um, she really, you know, doesn't seem like, you know. So, <laughs> it was interesting. So, yeah. So, so you guys are on the list. Do you think you end
1: up getting it soon? Um, I hope so. I'm not <laughs> sure it'll be soon, because, me, because my parents are both relatively young. They're both my dad just turned 30 this year. My mom is like 45, 46, and um, both my parents had us, Both my parents had uh, me and my sister pretty young, so they were like in their 20s when we had me and my sister. Um, but hopefully soon, depending on how our insurance, um, what our insurance's rules are and what the rules are in, in Minnesota, I guess it'll depend on what happens. But we're not too ever going to get it right away because obviously there's other people that should get it before us, like healthcare workers and people that are more elderly or have underlying conditions. And so we don't want any, any of those categories except maybe our BMI is, quote-unquote. But other than that, we don't have any under underlying conditions. So okay. we probably won't be the first one to get it. It'll probably be towards the end of people getting it because we're relatively healthy and young. Okay. So okay. okay, interesting. How about you? When do you I
0: don't know. I don't qualify too. So, um, and I haven't really made an effort to... Hunted down. I don't have a vehicle, so that's really made me a bit lazy was looking for locations nearby. There was a store, a grocery chain that you know nearby where I work. Um starts a H, if you can remember. I do. I do remember that. Oh yeah, at- you did. I forgot. So H, that store. Mm-hmm. We're only keeping ourselves anonymous for now, and then we're gonna be more. Uh, we're gonna be more free. Yes, yeah, for sure. I agree. <laughs> So the grocery chain, which I'm sure there's other grocery, well, other, is it retail? Like Walgreens, right? There's other places that offer um, the vaccine. So this grocery chain um, had it, and it's literally like right across from my work. Um, And then there was like an influx of people where I worked that were taking it. They had no like restrictions for some reason. And then, I don't know, the next day they switched up and said, hey, no, actually, let's go by the federal Standard which is 65 and above essential workers, blah blah. So that was my closest opportunity to be able to get it. Um, so I'm just gonna wait because Biden said by May 1st, right? Everyone should be eligible, so I'll just wait. Yep,
1: yeah. yep, okay. He was not like 50 days since Biden was president, that's kind of crazy. So
0: that's our next one, right? It's been 50 days. I saw Kamala yes. posting, reflecting on the first 51 days with her amazing shoes um so yeah what are your thoughts on president biden and vp kamala on the administration in general like what are your thoughts
1: um hmm. um i'm glad they put merrick garland up for was he the what is he the just what he's like the president's lawyer now or is he like the u.s lawyer? he has like a cabinet position now right merrick garland
0: he is attorney general
1: attorney general okay so i thought I know some fancy right word. Yeah, that you would know. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm like that America, I'm just being like I'm thinking really glad that he got up because I think he kind of got um screwed over um in the Obama presidency, not because of Marshall, but I think because of Mitch McConnell who tried to not get him, gave him a Supreme Court, claiming that the president made the way the American people vote, and then Trump got elected, and then suddenly when he wanted to put in uh, I'm on uh. Then you know, your name, Amy Coney, Amy me Barrett, then it was signed, and I thought that was pretty hypocritical. So I'm glad Merrick Garland kind of got his final quote unquote victory, I guess, and being agey. Yes, and he's a really pretty smart lawyer. Um, and ethical. I'm surprised that there was so much um controversy with Nia Tenden and her, um, and her coming into the cabinet just because. Um, I think. Well, I'm surprised that people from like because she got supposed to be fair. She did tweet some pretty, pretty mean stuff. I'm not gonna deny that, but like, are we gonna really complain about mean tweet at this point? Like, having to come, having come past that. But, um, I think also with that, because she, she tweeted she like was pretty much towards progressive people as well as Republicans. So I think that could be mainly why she wouldn't get elected mm-hmm. or we can get voted in mm-hmm. um who else i know that the people are that the um syria bombing happened recently but i feel like people are are not telling the whole story with that because i think they were attacking american soldiers there first before uh by inside the bomb syria i think that bomb syria is great and like that should be a last resort obviously but i think when it comes down to it like they kind of attacked us first. So I mean, do we need more? I mean, I wish we, we could have used more uh peaceful <laughs> methods, but I think people always react to Syria in a very kind of uh very either left or right in a very strong way, which surprises me. Um and also don't I also know there was a lot of uh with immigration too, which we'll get into next. Um So what do you think about the first 50 days so far? Well,
0: commenting on the Syria thing, dude, like, didn't, when I say dude, I'm, like, um, addressing, like, the haters, (laughs) the the Biden haters, not to say, like, I'm a fan. I will always constructively critique anyone who's in office, because that's what we should do. But, like, I just hate the... I don't know. I hate the double standard because didn't Trump like bomb uh, Khashoggi? Is it Khashoggi? Like, yeah. A, a full general.
1: <laughs>
0: like when there was no yeah, actual no, war. Too, because,
1: well, he didn't technically bomb Khashoggi. Khashoggi was a reporter. Oh, like I'm that. sorry. Oh. That's my blunder. Yeah, that, got, that got, the got like- su- beaten up by the by saudi, the saudi, saudi people. people so who he bombed the iran trump did nothing. trump did nothing so and now that trump did something and now that biden did something which is a good thing because they attacked our reporters first yeah. year so the people are pissed that we're attacking the syrian people i'm like Pickling here yeah.
0: so that was my complete blunder forgive me don't people don't hate on me i okay so Khashoggi obviously was a reporter and i should know this and very sad story what I had in mind, and this is so wrong with me for confusing names, um, was the Iranian general that he, remember? The Iranian general?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I forgot his name. But yes, I do remember that happened. and uh, That Qasim, happened in the first so, April of 20, 2020. Yeah,
0: Soleimani. So the and there wasn't any yes, well, no, information out there to the public that we're under threat. He's, he claimed that it was intel, but most people believe that he it was him showing financial power, exert power for no reason. So I don't get why people are mad at Biden for reacting when there's actual evidence of we needed to show some type of you know uh measures in Syria versus Trump.
1: Syrian leaders are Iran. Syrian leaders are terrible. Like there's a lot of human rights issues in a lot of places around the world that I think we do not discuss enough. And we could do a whole podcast on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we could do like a whole freaking podcast on that. So so yeah, so that's it. So I I I don't want to send a double standard. Um, how do I feel? I mean, on a superficial level, let me start with the superficial. It's nice not to see petty headlines all the time, like ridiculous headlines. You know, of Trump just trying to make the news, wanting attention for like ridiculous stuff. Nothing that's substantive. So that's nice. So the fact that wait, I'm even paying less attention to the news. <laughs> means the job is getting done which is awesome i think it's really good i agree with biden i wish it hadn't given trump so much time in the beginning of his presidency with his trial impeachment trial um i think this should prioritize the american people the stimulus similar spill everything um but it is what it is uh that was outside of ba- uh, biden's um choice
1: he wasn't the problem with my I, the problem I had with both impeachments was he that was never gonna happen I mean he was like, impeached was, so let's be correct he was impeached he wasn't technically impeached twice but he wasn't removed from that's office that's gonna be a stain on his historic on, on in history forever yes but the chance of getting convicted yeah could he get convicted in a, in the New York district maybe because i know they mentioned that they had a lot of pending lawsuits in new york specifically that we could talk about mm-hmm. too um but like the first one i feel like there wasn't i've the the arguments about that were a little bit confusing in the first time but this time it was pretty solid evidence i felt like i'm like dude he literally was stating that they were going to walk the Capitol and demand that we've being funded and that's well led to the to January 6th on the Capitol it's like there's no gray here, it's gonna be black and white. But here we are. Here
0: we are. Speaking of that, did you see that? Senator- so, let me finish before we get into something else. So, so yeah, I, that's the only thing I'll say that, um, I wish uh, Congress, but I understand why they had to do that because you know, he had essentially put at risk um, the safety of the Congress people and also um really ramped up extremisms and really domestic terrorism so I understand why they felt like they had to you know take action I just I don't know uh, yeah it, it's a hard time it's a hard time to decide what to do what to prioritize so that's one thing but in terms of Biden and Harris themselves I mean they've just been doing what they need to do I mean I can't really criticize their policies I haven't really sat down and read their policies Um it seems like what they've been passing makes sense. They're having a tough time with immigration, but I, I give them I give them, you know, a lot of props for trying to create some type of pathway for uh, I think what were they trying to do? Create some additional path? Create a, a an opportunity for um, I think undocumented citizens to be able to obtain some residency or some I don't know, I don't really, I I remember there was really a big debate in terms of the immigration legislation that they were trying to pass. Um, It just feels, you know what it feels, I would say my only big critique is it feels like they're trying to get a lot done, which I understand the pressure they have of everyone saying, we need you to work on student loans, we need you to work on immigration, we need you to get the relief. And I think the one criticism that people are having is they're putting lump something well that's not a word but they're they're essentially consolidating everything into one huge bill and that makes it hard for congress to be able to pass right because there's so much into it and people are gonna like disagree on like so much right um
1: yes that's that's the exact problem i have with the bill the, the the because they're putting well.
0: immigration they're putting so much into it um I understand the pressure because mm-hmm. Biden wants to get stuff done, but it's hard, you know, because con- you know, especially Republicans in Congress really would try to derail as much as they can. So that's a tougher part.
1: The stimulus bill should have been focused on one thing and one thing only, and that was getting money to people that are suffering who will lost jobs and lost wages because of the pandemic and not anything else. But people tried to, but they tried to add in the Stuff about immigration and stuff about the phenomenon wage yep. and stuff like that. And like those are all issues that we need to debate and need to debate in Congress and in Senate and pass or not pass. But like those should all not be consolidated in one bit because that's to make this debate as long as it make this debate longer and then that makes it harder for people to get the money that they need to survive this pandemic. Yeah, I don't know,
0: yeah, and I don't know like. what the strategy was. I don't know if it was the like Biden felt pressure from the progressives that you have to add this. Um and also it was for the public to, to let the public know that, hey, at least we try. At least we try to add all the other stuff that you have an interest in, right? Um, and if it doesn't go through this time, we'll try and make it go through an additional time, right? Because even that's why Nancy, let me put some respect on her name, Speaker of the House, Pelosi, um, mm-hmm. removed... <laughs>
1: That's a special yes, title. Put
0: some respect, right? <laughs> Just the way I'm going to keep calling Megan the Duchess, no matter what happens. She's a Duchess, Madam Vice President. I'm putting some oh, yeah. respect on people's name. When you get a title, you get a title. <laughs> so um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think it was an, an aspect of showing the public we tried. Maybe some pressure from the progressives, because I think there's a certain aspect in politics. That even if you know it won't pass, you can at least tell the public and your constituents we tried. Right? So the public feels like, oh, you're trying to put in an effort versus shutting it down. So, and I think that's part of the role. The president is supposed to like, (laughs) do as much as he can, you know, and hope something sticks. And then Congress is the one that has to make
1: This is true, but I feel like they could have been like, this bill is mainly going to be focused on getting money for the pandemic. We're going to start, some of the issues that we want to start working on bills for in the future are X, X, Y, and Z, and then this book wouldn't have been debated so much. Either. Yeah,
0: but like I said, but, I think there was uh, an aspect of like maybe felt pressure from the progressives to include it, and you know, you know, yeah, public was be. really like I was in the shade room, and people kept on like also pressuring him about student loans. So maybe he just felt like I have to. not he didn't include student loans in it, but he felt like pressure of like I need to include as much as I can to at least show the public that I tried. So I don't know. There's also an aspect of just like. Public perception. I don't know.
1: So, yeah. So, speaking of Biden, what are your thoughts and what's happening with the border right now?
0: The border. So, refresh my mind. I've been quite ignorant to my news, even though I should have prepared. What? Oh, yeah. And it's in the list. What is ha- Oh, yeah. So, because people are saying it's an open border. I saw that on The View that they're accusing him of.
1: Yeah, people are saying this is an open border, or like that's what at least Greg Abbott said, which I don't think is necessarily too, But there's also the fact that um I think if, we, if you go back in the good AOC Twitter, which is how I get all my information to be honest, is Twitter. Which is horrifying, but so this it's what we is get what it is. We all do <laughs> Yeah. And um but basically what's happening is that there's a lot of children that are coming in the border now that Biden is president because Democrats are gonna be Democrats can be more lenient on immigration than Republicans are. Kind of main differences. And there's a lot unaccompanied minors coming and so they're being stuck at the border and detained there. Similar to how kids at the border are being detained there as well. Obviously obviously there's not the extra layer of they're being separated from their mothers and fathers. But the question is, aren't children being detained at the border still Regardless of who doesn't still bad, which I think it is. But I think we got to have better ways of handling unaccompanied minors that come in this country illegally and what to do with them.
0: Yeah. So, Greg, how so that's the governor of Texas issue with unaccompanied minors coming? Yeah, and he claimed that that was open border. borders. Which but, you know, stop. I have issues with Greg, you know, he really he needs to focus on what's happening in Texas, okay, because I have family members in Texas, and, you know, I think they said that
1: Oh, yeah, we didn't, we talk, didn't talk about, about te- Texas. We didn't talk about Texas. stuff. And maybe we can... Ooh, that. We can get into that. We can that. can add that as a topic. After yes, after, this. after show. <laughs> so
0: you know that's the thing though. You know so much is happening in Texas, and you know they, my family members mentioned that you know they feel like you know my family members pretty they apolitical too, so don't like talk about politics. So they were like, you know, he's doing he's doing the best he can, right? Um, like, well, not the best he can. They said he's doing a fair job, right? They're just trying to be neutral. But they did mention how like the same week. That everything was happening, he was essentially making it political, saying that you know because of the Democrats' new the what's it called the New Deal, like the environmental bill, the Green New, the deal, Green new deal, like yeah.
1: essentially you know the lack of coal. Which to be valid, there are valid the critiques critiques of that. Bill. Hold on, but that that, that week, but this is what he
0: was saying. Time
1: complain he, about this. Complain exactly the that's my point
0: it's not the time to complain about democrats right he was basically saying that coal and other stuff like more traditional would have helped the situation i guess on the way i don't remember exactly what he was trying to say but he was trying to counter and say this like progressive deals is not helping like the situation people would have more access to energy you know versus not and then come to figure out that the reason there was a breakdown of the um what you call it? The grid was because a traditional source had... Whatever, I don't remember it. But basically, it was like counteracting what he said. And yeah, I was just like, I was so annoyed by Greg. I'm like, Greg, at least wait two weeks. Like, your people are suffering without power before making this political. And I think that's really the aftermath of Trump. Trump has made things so political. Um, he, I mean, let me not put all the blame on him, but his most visual representation of making things so... Political, when people are dying. You remember when uh, Keeping Up with the cadastro when Cardi was like, people are dying, like people are literally dying, and you are, people are dying, people like, are dying. so you're, oh, yes. and you're literally making things into a political, self, you know, promotional opportunity when it's like, please focus on your constituents at least for a week. So that's my little rant with Greg Abbott. Yeah, He's please. annoying. Um, in my aspect, taxes don't come for me. Whatever. Um. <laughs>
1: To also be fair, though, there was a lot of I'm not thinking Democrats, but there was a lot of Democrats that were pointing out tweets that Republicans were sending. That sent out the Republicans sent out during the California blackouts, and then uh, now, which I think that this is not the week to do that. To this was not the week to clean up Republicans as well. However, I think the most tasteless, tasteless thing that I saw during the entire thing was Ted Cruz going on a (laughs) fucking plane.
0: And blaming on his
1: Cancun. kids afterwards. <laughs> Cancun, what? And then know. like, dude, out of all the things you could have done, like, I would have supported Ted and like, vagabonding Abbott things if they had, if they had tried to do anything, something to help their constituents, constituents. Alexander AOC, who I also have disagreements with, fucking raised $2 million or $2 billion for Texas from New York City mm-hmm. simply mm-hmm. using Instagram. Like, how hard is that to do for you? You have a lot of power. You have a lot of people that follow you and listen to you and agree with you. Use that in this time to get money mm-hmm. for your state. But she has Republicans who don't want to, Republicans, you know, as someone argue with us that like you don't want to depend on the government for everything which I agree. You shouldn't depend on the government for everything. Use your power that you have. Use your constituents and use people that follow you. Do social media to get money for your state. And fix this. No code of Cancun. Don't complain with the don't complain about the Democrats mm-hmm. on TV. Like, do your job. This is what you were mm-hmm. hired for. Is this? Yes, this was like an this was like kind of like COVID in the term that it wasn't. It was a surprise, that it kinda of happened suddenly, but you have the means to fix this. Not all the means. you have I the opportunity I don't know
0: what this. happened to when did we reach a point in society where we people started looking to public service jobs as like a privilege? Like you're like you know what I'm saying? It's not a pri you're not working in um you're not working in um uh, the private sector. You're working in the public sector and your boss is the public, man. I mean, I'm just saying, there's, there's like a total removal of humility from people who... Some people, not everyone, as a reminder, of like, you're working for people, it doesn't make you above them, right? When you when you consider and suffer, you suffer. I don't know, it's just it's really me having an ethical rant, but otherwise, you know, circling back, I agree with you. It's taken a while for a lot of people in his cabinet to be admitted. Yeah, longer than I... I'm like, wait, they're still like um, confirming people <laughs> even now into, was it like last week, like, you know, we're still confirming certain cabinet uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. personnel, so I'm like, okay, so it's take a little bit longer, but again, um, just based on like headlines, uh, he seems to be trying to do as much as he can, and they did a lot for the first 50 days. Um, his cabinet people seem to be experienced, right? So we will see. I don't agree with a lot of you know some of the backgrounds that I've read about some of his cabinet members, but overall the experience, and I think it would be a welcome change.
1: I think that's up to I think that's what's up to millen- millen- millennials and Gen Z people, like you and I, to get in get into government if we're interested and pick yes. it up. Which actually one? Which is like weird because i was asking about law school. One of the things I want to get into law school is hopefully to get into politics at one point in my life, like when I'm like in my thirties, maybe. But um, we'll see if that actually yeah. pans out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you go you, you you, it's it's in your future, girl, if you want it to.
1: Yeah, because like I no, I was like um watching a documentary on Netflix today about like AOC and much other progressives that ran like from pretty much nothing, and it was like pretty impressive. <laughs> But like AOC story like, like she's not disagree on a lot of stuff in terms of government funding and stuff. But like her story is still pretty <laughs> impressive, going from like working in a bar, like working as a bartender to. And it just shows you, though,
0: because I don't know. Like even though I am in the legal field, it's nice to also have people in Congress, um, house who don't have so much of a legal background, but I experience because she has. Why is she a political science major? Was she a political science major?
1: Um, I believe she, she went to Boston, call, Boston University or Boston College and got her undergrad in economics, um, economics and, international. International. and international So lessons.
0: she's very studied, right? But she also very studied and very, you know, uh, intelligent um, and all this stuff. But she also has a lot of tenacity and a lot of uh, passion, you know, for...
1: And I think the advantage of having younger people in Congress is that even if they get voted out, at some point they still have a lot of life ahead of them. So they're not worried about we left yeah. the elections too much compared yeah. to I think older older um, people in Congress because older people in Congress this is all they've known and all they've done. But young people still have plans. Even if they don't get voted in politics, it they is- have other plans for their lives. Like I'm sure she could go on. To, sure, I'm sure she could go on to go to law school become a good lawyer or. Work for a non profit again like she did before or stuff. Anything she really wants to do she she gets voted out at some point, which I hope she doesn't, but she might. Who
0: knows? Yeah. I think she yeah, I love her. I love I love AOC. But I also think it's it's easy for people to be like, Oh, um yeah, I won't I won't be a career politician, you know, I won't stay there for long, but I think it gets so addictive when you, you enter politics. Like I do I can not see AOC, like Nancy Pelosi there for like you know, 30 more years, you know. Um, So I always always wonder when people are like, oh, we need fresh, we need to turn around people, and you know, we...
1: Yeah, this is why I think we shouldn't become like super stands for politicians. And I think politicians becoming, going on Twitter and social media is in some way good, because you get a bunch of but in some ways bad, but I think it adds to the to the stand social media culture that we live in. Because like they're not celebrities. Like we pay them exactly with tax money to legislate laws for yes. us. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, if you do something I disagree with or sign off on a bill I disagree with, yeah. I will call you off for it. Yeah. Like plain and simple. I don't care what, yeah. what party you're in.
0: I agree. I agree. And I also think that um yeah what was I gonna say? No, I agree. Um, And so I guess what I was trying to say is, like, I can see her being there. So what I'm trying to say is, like, I think it's important as younger people, especially you, Gen Z, to always push, you know, um, to other generations to be more innovative, to be more progressive in a lot of ways. But I think we also need to remind ourselves that we will be at we will be them in the near in, in the future um and this whole
1: i mean a lot of people that work with and a lot of people that work before gen z did a lot of work to get exactly around this country and this whole thing is like
0: there's this whole movement of like we want we don't want people to be there for like we want more term limits we don't want people to be there for long and i agree i'm totally in agreement with that but I think there's a risk that we also might end up, there's people who we know like AOC who might end up staying there for quite a bit of time. But I think the difference is we shouldn't criticize ourselves to maybe taking the same route as like the older generation do. We should just try to be more different, right, in our approach. So, not if AOC stays there for 20 years or 25 years, she should ensure that, you know, she's staying open minded and flexible to her ideals, you know, and not just know, surrender uh, to being compromising and compl- that, do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, stick to your goals as you age, as much as you can, yes, um, or at yeah. least the general idea of being flexible and open-minded and I think that will make the biggest difference um, as we become older, right, and the younger people now also start being in positions of uh, influence. I
1: think what would just be more open-minded in general after what I've seen the past four years with Trump and it's like, People, I wish people would just be more yep. gentler, more mind with each other. I
0: agree, I totally agree. So that's it. What's the next topic? We're going through this pretty fast. Um, before Meg,
1: what do you think about queen so and Mega thoughts, Girls, so many thoughts. Okay, you go for it, because I honestly did not watch the TV. I watched. That's enough, though. That's enough.
0: That I did watch so it too. You I watched it too. I, was, I did. <laughs> I, I actually go YouTube TV, and I'm kind of happy because <laughs> I'm gonna use that to watch a Grammys tonight. I was like, even though I think I have TV, but I don't know how to work it. <laughs> so I'm like, it's so funny. Like we don't use like traditional like. Same. I don't know how to Same. work like traditional TV. I'm like TV, you know, TV anymore. Is, I know everything is streaming. Everything so is like, streaming. YouTube now. TV and YouTube TV is actually pretty good. I'm using the trial. It's actually pretty good. I don't know if I'll pay the sixty four. Um, probably will, I don't know. But yeah, it's actually kinda nice to have like all live channels like in one place. So I watched it live. I don't remember the last time I watched something live. I can't remember, maybe in the watch show. Maybe it was a Grammy's last year or something else. I cannot remember.
1: Yeah. The absolutely. last time I watched something
0: live. So it was really interesting seeing commercials. <laughs> like not skipping commercials, like actually having to sit through commercials, you know. The whole aspect of like TV, <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. So so that's one thing. Was watching it live. TV. First thing on a superficial level. Because I was like to start with superficial before I get deep. Wow. Wow. That place where they were, it felt it looked like heaven. Looked like heaven. Wherever they were sitting, um that garden. Did you did you see that do you remember the garden? Yeah, the garden the where
1: they were sitting was really, really pretty. Beautiful. Apparently it was a mutual Gorgeous. friend's
0: house. Everyone on Twitter saw it was Gil Kings and then when Oprah was on CBS the next day, Girl was like, No, nah, that wasn't my place. So I highly think it was Tyler Perry, um oh. probably, or some other mutual friend of theirs. Um but wow, props to that person who has such a beautiful house. So that's one. It looked beautiful. So many thoughts, Girl. I've watched like at least I don't know, like a handful, if not more commentaries no actually more I've watched a lot of commentators on YouTube's perspective most of them African American um, black who really give like the racial <laughs> component especially from the American lens they try their best to also uh, provide the black Europeans lens and also the black diaspora lens of you know what she was experiencing when I say black diaspora I mean more the colonial lens right um, of you know uh, racism from a colonial perspective, right? In the black diaspora, or in the colored diaspora, in general, right? Because India was also a, is was a colony of India, right? So because
1: yep yeah because there is definitely
0: layers to this right and that's where i would start is depending on who you talk you talk to and that was was so interesting about i think the interview and also the commentators i was watching was everyone has different perspectives of how they relate to megan and harry because of how glow how can i say this but how transatlantic if you want to say or how far reaching and global um the representation of what megan and harry is right because it's the racial component right The the racial component, uh, reckoning that we're seeing in america right happening right now that you can connect with there's also the level of the colonial historical influence right of the monarchy and the commonwealth and how they're related to colonies and to um, the, that racial component as well, right? There's also levels of sexism, right? There's also levels of colorism of of how um, you know, as a biracial black woman, you know, she experienced racism, and that's where I think there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, confusion with some uh, commentators, especially who are white, who were trying to reckon, you know, what they know as. Uh, overt racism versus subtle racism, right? Because overt racism we see it oftentimes is you know people who, uh, hate, who are more d- oftentimes dark skinned who have experienced you know um, overt racism, straight racism. Versus you know there's also levels of subtle racism that Megan also experienced, right? Obviously there was some overt racism, but there's a lot of subtle racism, microaggressions. So you know that aspect too. So that's why I loved seeing the different commentators because there's so many ways you can take their experience and they're a true example of a modern global mesh of so many issues, right? Into one person. And so it was fascinating on the that aspect. That's what I think. Um but where do I stand? I agree with Megan and Harry. I believe her Especially, obviously, you know, when you came to mental health issues, you know, you have to empathize with someone who's saying, I'm having mental health issues and no one is helping me. Um, props to Harry, um, the prince. He'll always be the prince, Prince Harry. Um, for, you know, even this on a relationship aspect, he was a man. He was a true man. He took care of his wife and his kids and he said, uh, I need to protect them and I need to do what I need to do to help them um so i think that was beautiful to see you know a, a man be a provider and a caretaker to his family like that um props to megan for being so open um the jaw-dropping moments <laughs> of like the monarchy discussing uh archie's potential skin color i think what I, I echo what oprah said i don't know if you saw her interview the next day and she cbs um News anchor actor or anchor was like, "Were you surprised at what she said, or the fact that she actually told you?" And she was like, "I was surprised that she told me." And I think that's it, right? We we all, it wasn't surprising. Yeah. It was just shocking that they were being so open about it, right? There's a certain level of us who, there's a certain level of we all kind of believe that we're in a post-racial age, but you know, we all know that racism is still a reality. But to hear someone's, it's still it's interesting that we. As a society, was still shocked and overwhelmed when we actually hear open discussions of racism. Um, so, so that was so that was interesting. Um, so, I'll, let me stop from there. Let me let you speak, and then I'll add on a little bit afterwards because I don't want to keep on talking. I could talk forever, but I, it was a great interview in terms of like wow, um, they did a great interview,
1: like, being open. Yeah, no, I need to go back and watch the an interview entirely because I watched bits of it. Like the bits all saw really good. I think I think this is something that's been stemming for quite a bit action the sense that the British media I think was mm-hmm. really vicious towards Megan. And like so because she was half black. And like this is my question. If she is too dark for you, like she is she has she could pass for white. Like Looking at her like at least yeah. for me looking at her you would not you could not tell that she was half black unless she mentions it like if she is too dark for you I wonder what you think of, people, of black people that actually have a darker mm. skin tone mm-hmm. because their baby arch archie is going to be what twenty five percent twenty five percent black, and like, I'm sure he you couldn't you wouldn't be able to tell that he's has any black blood in him unless you ask him specifically or like you tell or that someone tells you like if he's too dark for you like I don't understand. I, I just don't understand I think I was also just surprised that so many conservative pundits and commentators were like being so rude to her and like, calling her like ta- yeah. telling her that she was whining and complaining and like I was like, God, like, this is the first time I've ever, ever seen her, like, mm-hmm. do any sort of interview. In America, at least. And, like, the one time that she, like, talks about having suicidal, suicidal ideation and mental health issues, you mm-hmm. want to blame her for whining. Which I completely don't understand. Like, I, I obviously, there's a lot of, like, I I think the whole idea of monarchy is also problematic because I think democracy is the way to go and that's the future for, I think it be really the future for a lot of countries around the world because we should elect, we should be, the people should be electing leaders and not having family members be born to leadership. But, um, But, I don't know, I just felt so bad for her. I felt bad for her for years. Just the way the British media treated her and how um, how they treated her inside the palace. i I I felt bad for her for a long time. And I think I'm glad that she's finally speaking out about what she experienced there. And I'm glad they're getting time away from, from the palace now that they're back in yeah. New York. Is it? Yeah, back in New York now. And enjoying some time away Can't from lie. that. Away from away from that place and getting some time to be with themselves and with yeah. and with their new child and um, just getting the, so a, somewhat of a normal I want to hear
0: real quickly on what you mentioned about like, the colorism, right? So I will send you the link if you have time. I know you're busy to one specific commentator. I love her. Her name is for Harriet. And she talked about that, right? Um, and she said that the reason that because a lot of people said what you said right that she's she's pretty white passing right and she said the reason that she couldn't pass as white is because we know she has a black mom right if we didn't if we weren't exposed to her mother right then then i think it would be easier for people to forget that she has that she has a blackness to her right but the fact is, she came, you know, she was very much upfront with uh, presenting and making it known to the public that she has a black mother. So once you know that someone is black, you know they're black, right? So we couldn't really erase that. So I'll send you the link. And if you have time, right. please watch. Even if you just watch the first 30 minutes and you just watch it the rest throughout the week, check it out because she did a really great break, a very good breakdown and commentary. And um, it was amazing and um shoot what else was I gonna make it was a commentary was I gonna make you said something else towards the end that was super interesting but um also the whole aspect of like the family cutting him off was <laughs> well, kind of it was really I'm not laughing because I'm happy it was just like wow you know it's just there's, there's a lot of stuff that some people are like oh this is rich people's problem right but you also understand
1: yeah, honestly, that reminded me of a lot of reminded me of, of a lot of exactly. Indian actually because a lot of Indian families cut off their kids if um, exactly. they don't if they marry someone they didn't like or if their um, daughter in laws mean the mother in law because mother in laws are very I mean mothers are especially especially with sons Indian mothers smother them yes like no one I know. Like it's a it's somewhat better now, but a lot of Indian guys live in this bubble with their mother that they're perfect and yes can do no wrong, and unless and if they marry someone they don't like, they have like i do not much about that, but yeah, no, it reminds it me of that a lot. Actually. So uh, yeah, and if like that was going to say
0: was like there was a lot of and I think that's what people's um, like apprehensions. Were going in it's like oh this is just gonna be them talking about rich people's issues because you know they just signed you know multi-million dollar contracts how are they suffering but there was a lot of stuff in the interview that was so relatable like you said cutting off right uh the aspects of in-laws not liking you you know racial co- uh, dynamics and misunderstandings and it was just like very relatable and i can relate to that because you know at one point, you know, my father cut me off like halfway through college, and that was incredibly painful and He said it was because, and I hope you don't mind me being sharing on this podcast, but you know it was he said it was because he wasn't financially able to um support me, but you know, without getting into too much detail, I highly doubt I think it was also an aspect of like a father not happy with my choices and it wasn't like I was making any drastic choices but I have like the royal family in that sense is sometimes it's not that you're making bad choices it's just some parents want you to make their choices what they expect of you some complete control some
1: parents want to have complete control of their children which which I do not appreciate like my parents were never like that never hopefully will never be like that like they're very much like, okay, you live your life. And, like, my point only worry is that, like, my point concern is, like, when we leave the earth and end up passing away, like, make sure you're safe and can live on your which own is and a, have enough money to survive mm-hmm. and sustain yourself. Which is the way be should unpacked. be. We don't really care what you do. Exactly. Which is the way <laughs> should be. But there are a lot of parents <laughs> who are
0: like the royal family whose wealth or sense of self is wrapped in reputation. Right. And that was kind of how my father was as well, was wrapped in reputation. Um, So they care about the image more. Right. They care about, you know, their reputation. Um, It's a little bit narcissistic, too. So when he said that, I was like, oh, I feel that because no matter how old you are as a child, you want to feel appreciated by your parents. Um, So that hurts when you feel like your parents don't care about your life because his literal life was Threatened, right? Because you didn't have security. So that was kind of crazy. Uh, and uh, and very relatable. So there's a lot of relatable aspects um, to the interview, a lot, a lot. And I think they're really likable. I like Megan. You know, I really like Megan. Um, I like her. You know, I always liked her. I always felt like she was going through a lot of jealousy, unfortunately. I think.
1: I liked her persona. She always seemed like very. Yeah. Calm and like collected and i think no what is was, and no i'll
0: finish up because we're already at one hour is i think something that I didn't see people talk about is i will say this i kind of agree with people i think some people didn't like the comparison between megan and dana right because dana was young you know she was naive she was very vulnerable to um because you're so young to um believing right and in, in that her her marriage would work out and should be protected right versus Mm -hmm. megan obviously is a woman of more experience and who was older and had a better understanding right of better than Diana, right to to whatever extent of what she's Mm -hmm. because
1: didn't but also didn't the queen and yeah princess diana have issues as well like didn't they have disagreement like wasn't it? I heard this was like a really back into it theory that I probably shouldn't say. What I'm gonna say anyway. <laughs> Wasn't it like a really back into conspiracy theory <laughs> conspiracy theory that she was the that the queen was the one that yeah that conspiracy that actually there. sent the car um, that killed Diana. Yeah,
0: you yeah, know that's a consp- that's always gonna be a conspiracy. Because
1: I I went to my uncle's in London. We went to go see the Buckingham Palace when we were there. So like Diana was. Gorgeous, so beautiful. Like, oh so, yes, that's so so always a conspiracy. Um, and you know, whatever. Uh, <coughs> I don't, gotta, I don't, I don't either, that, but I, I've
0: just this is what I've that's what yeah,
1: the I don't, yeah, I don't either. It's, it's, it's a least conspiracy, so
0: you know, but um, I what, so I think the comparison of Megan and Diana is hard for some people because you can't really compare, and I agree <laughs> with that. I think a better comparison of Megan. Is Britney Spears. Did you watch the Britney Spears documentary on the loop?
1: Okay. Uh, we sh- yes. We'll talk it about it next I week. And, movie, and the reason yeah. I say no, I just,
0: Britney yeah. and Megan are a better representation is, I think and this is more of a women's issue, Britney, so that you remember the documentary was like two parts. The first part was kind of her rise to fame and how she had so much control um, in creating her image. And the second part was more so like the conservative. Ship and how it's messed up and there was a lot of discussion in the first part about how she was in control she was naive in the beginning to, to an extent and people use that naivety um or lack of awareness um to push certain agendas on her right um but overall she's very much self-aware and in control of her sexuality and wasn't afraid to uh, monetize her sexuality um, as part of crafting her image, right? She was ambitious. She knew what she wanted and she worked really hard. And I think that's the thing with Megan is Megan has always been, you know, if you look at the trajectory of her career, and that's what some people have accused her of is being opportunist. I don't think it's opportunism. I think it's being strategic. I think it's being ambitious. She knew what she wanted. She knew the circle of people she wanted to be around. I think she says she doesn't know who Harry was, but I think that she knew who Harry was. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being an ambitious woman with wanting, you know, a certain caliber of a man or a certain caliber of fame. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's how she's kind of tiptoed around. And I think there's a certain, you know, also implicit bias of like if you're a black woman and ambitious, that's bad. So I think she's always tried to avoid that image of herself. But I don't think there's anything wrong. And so this is what I'm trying to say. is You can be an ambitious woman who wanted to reach a certain place in life. But you can also still be a victim too. You can be both. So I think there's this aspect of which you're an ambitious woman who's strategic, who knows what she wants. Then you can be a victim. You can still be a victim. She knew she. There's a probability she wanted to have a certain type of man. So Harry. They fell in love. I believe their love is genuine. And she reached a goal in her life, right, of what she wanted, of what she wanted to be in life. But she can also be a victim. Being an ambitious woman doesn't mean you can't also be a victim of racism, sexism, all of that. Just the way, even though Britney was very much in control and crafting her image, she's still a victim, right, of of of, of other factors.
1: Yeah, I think also the way they portray portray women in the media in general, especially young women in general. Is just it needs to be. So that's it. So I'll send you the link. Up.
0: Please check it out, girl. And if it, something piques your interest, we can discuss it next week. But oh yeah the last thing i was gonna say is oprah is a goat i don't agree with a lot of choices that oprah has made right of recent history regarding her interviews but you can't take away from the fact that that woman knows how to give an interview and that's how she got her money okay oprah is a goat have you seen the memes the memes are hilarious the memes
1: the oprah memes the memes are hilarious i agree Every time anything happens with memes, I feel uh, like with the Bernie, with the mittens, and now this. Yeah, like memes are wonderful. Yeah, people. The Oprah memes so has been me for life.
0: Them. I love it. I uh, if I remember, I'll send you some. So let's move it's on so to funny. Grammy predictions real fast, and then we will wrap up with two other boys. Let's just do the no. Let's just okay. In general, what are you what are you excited about for the Grammys? Um, yeah.
1: I'm excited to see the performances. To be honest, I also right wondering what will happen with the weekend because the weekend have some. He wasn't nominated though,
0: at all. That's why he's beefing. Um,
1: as... yeah. As to who I think will win, I honestly have no clue. Um, are they nominated at all?
0: I pulled up. I who's um, I'm gonna look, look at the, the, the first first more, two but... categories. I mean the biggest categories which is Song Record of the Year. I was they confused by Song of the Year and Record of the Year. What's the difference? I think song is more composition, right? So you sit there? Are oh, you sit there? seems we have a pause well I think I will leave this broadcast
1: okay okay are we back can you hear me all right
0: okay. so yeah so did you check out the nominees
1: the yes first? so i feel like i hope dually but as well i really like her music
0: mm, that album was everything that whole album was a bop i remember the last time yeah, I, I, I listened really to the whole album
1: that. yeah i also hope that mcginty Stallion and doja cat do well
0: who who do you think should get best new artist between uh, Doja and Megan? I say Doja. Doja's been killing it. Yeah, I, I say
1: Doja too. Okay. I don't, okay. I, I don't
0: know. I was going to say, you know what? Let me not say. I was about to hate on a certain artist, but <laughs> then I'll just text it to you. But overall, you
1: know, I, I like, definitely I think the nominee is this year. I think I know something. them. when I watch the nominee? When I watched it, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. So I don't know who some of these
0: people are now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, there's a lot more name recognition this year. Um, yeah, I think it's really, it'll be interesting. Performances. I don't know who's performing. Have you heard, of, have you heard Bruno Mars' new song? It's really good. I have not actually. He's still into that whole, you know, Bruno Mars is the king of, I mean, I guess everyone is doing, like, nostalgic era music, right? Everyone is cre- is really just always sampling era sounds, right? The way, like, Dua Lipa did the 80s. Everyone is doing, like, era music, right? Past era mu- music. But yeah. Bruno Mars, I think, was the first person who really, one of the first who really did a good job of, like... You know, hearkening to like you know old school sounds, right? And this new track is a little bit old, still old schooly, but it's really good. This with um Anderson Park, you love it.
1: Oh,
0: so yeah, he's performing. I think that would be nice. Um, yeah, I yeah, I will text you when I'm watching it. What time does it start? Um, I think it's seven. Um. I- Seven, okay. So we have time. Um, I can be a little bit productive. I was supposed to go to work today and then I just was like, you know what? I deserve a weekend. <laughs> I'm becoming a workaholic where like I'm like, no. What no, 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 no. so so do you want to do at work today anyway? I was gonna I was gonna go, you know, because I was I felt it's you know, you always have those weeks at work where everything is due, right? And you have yeah. like a bunch of assignments. Know. And that was That was last week for me. I was overwhelmed. I was drowning. I felt like I wasn't, you know, making progress. So with I was like, you know what? I survived that week and let me at least try to get ahead today and do a little bit of work. But I'm like, you know what? Nah, let me go a bit early, wake up earlier. Even if I get to work an hour earlier, that will be enough. You know what I'm saying? I think you have to I think I'm realizing you always be busy. You have to self care. Yep. Right. A and give yourself break. So nah, I'm just gonna chill and just watch the Grammys and I'll be texting you and bothering you. Um so yeah, anything else? You want to talk about the Grammys? My boo. You know he's my crush, Trevor. <laughs> I
1: think he's gonna do a great job. I'm glad okay to put Trevor to be uh to be the He's my boo. He's huh? yeah, no, he's great. I think he's so funny.
0: And he he's I think he's fine too. And he's dating, um, what's her name? oh did he date somebody i didn't know that minka kelly do you know who minka kelly is i don't know who minka kelly is yes yeah i don't really know her like that but yeah um <laughs> the dating
1: so what are your thoughts <laughs> to all the boys
0: oh, oh yes know. let me let you start because i'm still i literally just finished it so um, you look at my what's my title for my second for a second podcast <laughs> you don't know, love <Laura> forever
1: i <laughs> yeah i saw that i thought it was cute um i thought it was really cute um there was a like i read the books as well as you know so like in the book at the end when they both had well when they both decided to go to a different colleges they have like a list of things they agreed to like, there's another contract kind of so i wish there was a okay. that but um it was cute uh i like the scene where he um
0: before you move on sorry so what so the list was like stuff that they wouldn't do what was yeah? No, list? it was
1: like stuff they agreed that they would do like to call give me an example to, like call each other like once a, like every okay. weekend and with each other okay. every week and like it was like rules like that that they had to follow while they were at different colleges okay cool okay. but it was super cute i like i my favorite i think my favorite was the ending of the scene where like he tells Aww. he tells her um how they met Okay. Like the, when they showed up with the little Peter and the little little Laura and how like they met in like, I think the man's sixth grade that he said or something. And like he writes in the yearbook of how they met. I thought that was pretty cute. <sighs> yes.
0: I- I'm just gathering my thoughts, girl. You were so right when you said he's cute.
1: Yeah, that, that scene was very cute. The little boys who played them were so adorable. I love them. Yes.
0: Okay. Um Are you done?
1: Yes, I'm done. Go for it.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh it was okay. I love the fact that it was wholesome. That's number one. Because I realize I'm not like a conservative, wholesome police. No. I actually do like my shows with like some raunchiness. Like I like Bridgeton, right? I like I like more realism and closer to like the reality and I like it when it's raunchy, I like it when it's real, I like when the curse, but also respect that there's nothing wrong with being simple and cute there's so much, that's also part of reality, you know a lot of reality can also just be very simple and there's complexities in the simpleness, right, and what I mean is like having to decide what college should go to, right, what 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 that means for your relationship it's such a simple compl- uh, a simple idea that's really close to reality um that have seen in other places but it's the way they executed it like you said that was just so cute and nice and well acted you know props to the actors props to how they really elevated and executed a very simple but very real concept right um it just shows us good acting because it made me realize how sometimes i think shows distract us with like a lot to compensate for like maybe the script isn't the best right or the acting isn't great you know what i'm trying to say because they're trying to distract us and it was simple and it really gave an opportunity for the actors to do their job um i think that let's get deep okay let's get deep girl um Peter has or had abandonment issues, so that makes sense. Because I was like, uh, it was also very nice to see a, a girl really ch- debating between choosing herself or whether to compromise herself or a man, right? Yes, and I was just like, you don't, see, you don't right?
1: see a lot in movies.
0: You don't see a lot in movies, and as someone and as people who are older than her, character is supposed to be right. <laughs> we're in, we're past that age group. It's like, well, da, choose yourself, like. He might break up with you, but I was just like, he is very, I was, you know, I was was like, this is a little, it's very controlling of him, but it makes sense because he has abandonment issues, right? Yes. But I, I, I just wish she had more of a backbone of like, why wasn't she like, if one of us has to compromise, why not you, why can't you come to NYU? You know what I'm saying? Why is he the one? who is expecting her to compromise so it was just a really interesting dynamic right seeing this seeing is true
1: her. i never thought that like why couldn't he just to NYU with her that's a good point yeah
0: yeah because wh- technically she's quote-unquote the smarter one right so she would have more options and more places to apply so it was like so why not you because technically you can get a scholarship a sports scholarship anywhere i'm sure if he applied to um nyu he would get a, a scholarship too right to if he got into stanford on a sports scholarship he could get also into any other school right so like why isn't why isn't there like a let's both compromise so you apply like to the movie
1: got a... a guy that follows a girl
0: exactly so why wasn't there like, I'm applying to other schools you're applying, and you should also apply to other schools I'm applying? So that was like a weird thing of like, um, in this age, you don't see that like traditional sacrifice anymore. So I was, I was surprised she didn't have more of a backbone or be more strategic. And I think it also harkens back to her lack of dating experience and not, you know, he's quote-unquote the hottest guy in high school. So um she feels like maybe he's above. I think, don't you feel like there's a silent silent belief that he was above her level even though she's gorgeous you know
1: what i'm trying to say that's why she
0: was compromising so much
1: yeah that could definitely that could definitely be something that she... i feel like women are hard on themselves than women me. are so hard on
0: themselves even though like girl you're gorgeous and you could have got any girl i mean any guy in the school so any girl any guy in the school so that was yeah. like one thing um but it makes sense again going back to his abandonment issues it was nice that he was able to recognize that and they and that she chose herself at the end of the day um i love that there was this was an example so it was beautiful i think i agree with you that last scene was so cute um i love the fact that Peter recognized that it wasn't the right time for her to lose her virginity, that she was doing it out of, like, emotion. And I think it was also very nice to see an open discussion of, like, how some people just do it because they want to stay close to someone, right? And not yeah, because they're ready. Sure. So I was like, that was so cute. And I love the fact that she chose to do it when she felt like she was doing it, also when her dad wasn't there.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's a better time. Oh, like, I never yeah, get people who... This is why who- I, I never, like, I haven't had yet, but, like, even during high school, there was no way I would have had sex. But I'm like, my parents are right across the hall, dude, no. Yeah, just like,
0: I was like, the whole time I'm like, girl, your parents, like, the, for the first time, uh, prom night, I was like, dude, your dad's there. Like, shh, you don't think they're going to hear you? So, um, anyway, so that's a, a different note. But, oh, I just liked it. it like you said, it was wholesome. It was cute. Her friends were cute. It was nice that she made it was up simple, hers, her friend but- me. Yeah.
1: It was simple, but it was really well written. Um. I like I wanna see more the shit between her and her quote unquote friend of me now because they seem to be becoming friends because she talks to about to NYU now. So like I hope that they become friends in the future. Oh, is her friend of me? Her ex-friend? Yeah.
0: yeah, they seem like they're in cool they're in really good place right now. So so that was nice. Um but yeah, loved it. Like I don't know what else to say, but you know, apart from those were the the issues that really stood out to be. Um, I love the stepmom; that she's a cool stepmom. Um, you know, uh, that the dad's happy now, so that's really nice. So, and the sister found a cute little boo, you know. So yeah,
1: that was also really cute. Yeah.
0: The one thing I will say, and then this is the one thing that's kind of annoying. Um, I wish these high school movies when they're transitioning into college they always make all the characters only apply to like ivy league schools (laughs) and it's so like it's relatable to some people but not everyone
1: right uh, Mm yeah i was just not realistic and a lot of people people can't even afford Ivy everything even if they get into ivy league schools
0: they make it so easy because, like, no one in the right mind who's going through the college admission process only applies to Ivy League schools. You will no have thing. some state schools. You will have some private small institution. Like her best friend, like I picked up when her black best friend, the guy, was like, "Oh, I'm going to uh, Sarah Lawson. I think that's what the school is called. It's a private institution in New York." I was like, "That's relatable. I can imagine yeah. that." Most people will apply to Ivy Leagues, but also will have some, you know, backup ones. So, And that's also the thing with kissing and is they're all applying to, like, Harvard and Stanford only. (laughs) Like, no one, you know,
1: like, the chance of getting to Harvard and Yale and Stanford are, like, 2%. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real.
0: I mean, okay, there are most of these people, apart from two other boys, doesn't look that they're upper class. But, I mean... It made most well. Two other boys was more um, real in terms of like um, like Peter was going on a sports scholarship, so that made sense. Um, and Lana right. was top of her class with Sumi, right because she was so smart. Um, so that kind of made more sense. But kissing both was just like they're just upper class rich people. It's from like they're just like oh we're applying there because <laughs> we're already part True. of like we went to an elite school and then we know we can get into it. So that's the thing. I really wish. Some of this would be more realistic and be like, yeah, sure, we're applying to Harvard and Yale, you know, but we're also applying to, like, you know, uh, Texas State University or, like, you know, some little private school, you know, like, like our- which is <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's the only annoying thing, but... I want, you know, we are so busy and we have this podcast, but I want me and you to like write our own little high school movie. What about high school? I want us to write a high school
1: movie script. Yeah, we should. That's not bad idea.
0: Yeah. I think we should like throw out ideas of what we think would be a very like cute. Oh, we could do college because we're talking about college, high school, college. I but, feel like
1: I feel like to do more college because, like, I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of high school scripts out there and they don't show a lot of call itself anymore.
0: Okay, let's write a college script.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, book. But- not bad idea.
0: <laughs> for fun, just for fun, even if no one sees it, because, like, I want one that's, like, relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these are so cute, but I want something that's a little bit more relatable. We obviously still want some fantasy to it, but also want it to be relatable. Yep. Yeah.
1: So that's it. Anything
0: else? Anything else? We spoke for how long? Wow. So, like an hour and 20 minutes? minutes.
1: That's not bad. That's not bad. Yep. It's excellent. We haven't been in a month. So, it's a long podcast this time.
0: Yeah. It's an extra long one.
1: All right. See you next
0: week. Enjoy the Grammys. I'll be texting you.
1: Yes. I will text you as well.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining NE Podcasts. Thank you.